Hey there, welcome to old school. What I like to call the new school. <laughs> you know, because like I get it, like it has a name for a reason, and we are obviously not the old school cast that you are used to having. I guarantee you will still enjoy us, but I'm Brooke Thomas and I'm Maytha Alhausen or Dr. Maytha. So glad to join <laughs> you guys. Hi guys, Jason Carter here. Uh, ladies, hi, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice time of year. I always like go back, like I think like I like the energy around the holidays. Mm -hmm. But I, when people say like, oh, this is my favorite time of year, I always think that like this is my favorite time of the year. But then I really like the summer. Well, we in Los Angeles, um, it's summer all year round. Except Brooke. for the past three years, what, when but, that has not been the truth. But it's been. I, I am from a place that it gets is the Arctic outside right and now, and I'm here for all that. It's like 65 no, degrees. No. <laughs> I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. We get all Listen. four seasons. So when there isn't a shift in the temperature, I'm like, I, it, yeah, it's it's weird. I think the sunshine all the time in Los Angeles is oppressive. No, okay, I'm gonna really break this oh, down. The LA girl. Because I'm from LA, born and raised in Southern California, and we do get rain, unfortunately, so I'm aware of that. But if it goes under 80 degrees, it's cold. Like that, mm. that is a standard. Well, 80 I love. is, but, is harsh. But, but listen, but listen, this is the thing. So we don't, 75 is really high here. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I mean, we have no Especially humidity. Especially if, if you live in the valley. Yeah, but we have no humidity. Think about it. Like mm -hmm. if it's 75 in New York, that can be a little too uncomfortable on the subway, right. right? Right. But here's the thing: we don't have seasons in a year. We have them in a day. You wake up and it's brick. <laughs> it is really, really cold, and then it burns off a little bit, and it's hot for two hours. This is how winter goes, and then sunsets at four o'clock. It's cold again, and then we go back to like wheel people's winter. But I feel like we had days last week where it was like 45 degrees outside all day. During the day, yeah, yeah. that's what happened. It and was it was like this last holiday too. Yeah, like last, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Last no, no, right. last year, we were around this time. Last year, we turned into Seattle. I thought climate yeah, change was, so was gonna make us the Caribbean, but apparently we're really the Northwest right. when that happens. Well, I was in Monterey for Thanksgiving and it was 45 degrees. It was, and it, it rained. It was 42 here. Yeah, it rained, but I, I was here, for, I, no. the winter clothes are great. No, I don't that's, like that's it. That's why was, we it have. Was, it was, it was I took brisk walks <laughs> on the beach. That's why you have 90% of the country that anybody can live and move to. And that's that's free for folks. She, okay, it's an I'll, interesting perspective. Um, what is that? Ad for shop TYT. Brought to you by those slugs at TYT. Mm, yeah, does somebody want to change that? Guys, <laughs> I'll explain. It Jenks oh. says it every single episode that he does. So it's okay. just, it's it's an inside old school. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's why the new school is here. Right. <laughs> so Brooke, what's on it the docket? Is, uh, it's a triggering word for this diverse group here. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Brooke's face. Wait, listen. I look down like. Wait, <laughs> don't tell me there's an inside joke about terrorists. No, hey. I don't want to see that no, on the. Look it up. <laughs> What's that meme? And I. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that Jasmine Masters meme? Um, all right, though. But hi, uh, yeah. The holidays are here. What, what are we talking about today? I wanted to get your opinion on something. Yes. Okay. Okay, so I have a friend, and I'm not gonna say her name because, and because I didn't ask her if I can talk about this, and I feel bad about that. <laughs> but I just saw a Facebook post, and she's a personal friend, so I've lived in a thousand different places. Yeah. Um, and she also is like a really good person who is like always like concerned with like doing the right thing. I think she's a genuinely kind person. Um, so keep that in mind. So this is not about her. Okay. This is about like the topic because I was looking through the comments on one of her posts. Um, on this specific post, and I was fascinated that we weren't all on the same page. So she says that um, she was in a store buying something and was counting out cash. So she's got a bunch of stuff in her hands. She's got her purse open and she's trying to like count out cash. And so she's like finding like $20 bills in her bag and change. And so she's sitting it down on the counter as she finds it, which is totally fine, right? She's sitting it down on the counter as she finds it. And then she counts out the exact amount. And then she looks at the cashier, and the cashier is like, "Oh, I'm just waiting for you to hand that to me." And um, she was like, "Oh my gosh!" She was like, "So I scooped it up and handed it to her." But she was like, "Oh my gosh, did I do something rude? Like I hadn't thought of that before." And my first reaction is, "Well, yeah, like you did something rude." And yeah. um, one person explained it really well. Like she was like, um, "Think about this. How would you feel if she handed you your change back that way?" Yeah. 
You know, like if she, thank you, Craig, I was looking at the wrong camera. It's okay. Um. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay, B. It's but all right. Let's hide it, you know? <laughs> he was like very like kindly, like gonna like quietly let me know that it's, this is the wrong thing. You know, you've done this before, act like it. Um. <laughs> Why acting all brand new, Brooks? I don't know, you know, I'm sorry. No, but so, and obviously she didn't mean it maliciously that that wasn't the point of what happened here i think that she it was already in the process of like it was there and yeah. so she thought like she's finished she's got a bunch of stuff in her hands that was it and it hadn't even crossed her mind before that was something my grandma told me like so anyway the people in the comments were like what's nothing to get an attitude about half the people were like no it's rude like you've got to like you know do what you can and not make people in like the service industry feel small yeah right right and uh, sorry no go ahead i'm good and but a lot of people were like no, it's not rude. Like, what? It doesn't matter. What are you oh. thinking? What are you talking about? Hmm. And I, I find it fascinating for two reasons. One, because what? Of course it's rude. And then also, but I can I can understand how you could, like, if that wasn't your um, intent, then right. you would be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. And also, we were all raised, like, differently. And mm. um, But that was something that, like, my grandma always, like, told me. Like, you know, no, you hand the money right. to people. Like, you look them in. Um, you look them in their eye. You hand them the money. And so I just wanted your thoughts on that. Ladies first. Oh, I mean, it's interesting because I automatically thought about my experience uh, in Japan, uh-huh. which I don't know if you know, I'm gonna demonstrate what they do with, if you give them a credit card, they always hand it back like this. Mm-hmm. And I never knew how to take it back, but there is an, uh, a customer service understanding that that exchange has to happen with the hands, right? Like they're not gonna put it on the tray for you and you just take it back. And I've had people do that with credit cards here. And especially since it it easily um, lets people know what your numbers are, unfortunately. So I can understand that you do the same to the other person, for sure. You put, you put the credit card in their hand or you put the money in their hand because it's like you don't wanna touch them. What, like what's that's that? What, what, I think that's what the... The offense is like for me. It's like, well, you don't want to touch me. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to exactly I have to scrape this up for you. Like. Right. See, see, I disagree. I mean, I, I personally, I'm, I'm two schools of thoughts about thought, okay. thought about this because I was raised. I worked in the service industry, mm-hmm. and I. When let's say someone's paying with a credit card, one thing that's unacceptable is when people throw oh. currency or yeah. or things at you. That's unacceptable. Yeah. But had I some had I been at a place where um, someone had put the money down and counted it out, and I picked up, I wouldn't have a problem with that because I do that when I pay for things. Like at the store, if I'm paying with cash, I'll count it out and be like, "Here you go." But, oh no no no! I will yeah. count it out and hand and it then, to you. Yeah. We're standing this close right. together. But more times than not, though, I think, and this is and this is probably bad with like millennials and younger generations, is that we're so on the phone doing all these we're things, distracted, we're distracted right? that that we're not really present or right. cognizant of the actions that we're doing. So Brooke, you had mentioned intent, mm-hmm. yes? So I think if you intentionally are being dismissive, disrespectful, or discounting that person as a human being, absolutely, there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. But if you've been raised, as I was to, uh, it's 4766, 2025, one, boom, and, I'll, and, I'll, and then they'll see it, I'll put it together, and then they could pick it up. And that's just how I was raised. Maybe because I'm from New Mexico, I'm crazy. <laughs> but, um, but I could see how people would be offended by that. Well, you know my favorite phrase is what? intent does not negate impact. Okay. Right, and because right. like you put, think about it this way, this is your one interaction with this person. Sure. And you're thinking, first of all, I don't care where your heart is. And I always say that I don't. I don't care where your heart is because your responsibility lies in like your actions and the impact on another person. I never really care. Like. Um, you know, like when you do something like harmful to somebody, like we're not five. And also like think about like all day how awful human beings are to cashiers. Yeah. yeah. Most people, I think like most interactions, like I just think that like it is a thankless job where like just people like beat down on you yeah. and you don't get paid enough. Like you don't even get paid the living wage and like most- It's hard to deal with people. Right. right. And so- And it's you've robotic, got, you're constantly exactly. doing so the same thing. Exactly, so you've had all days of people treating you like you're a machine and like you, you, know, you don't really matter. Your paycheck says you don't really matter. Like you're tired yeah. and then- a person comes in and expects you to, you know, they don't mean it, but does it matter that they don't mean it when they're the 45th person that's done something awful? Like, does that make sense? Oh, well, like, Brett, that makes, that makes sense 100%. I it think, still compounds, like it still adds right, to like. Right, right, but I think, okay, so you said about um, actions or impact, right? Mm-hmm. And your interaction with this person. Well, I will say that 
had, let's say, are we role playing here on TV? <laughs> no, it's fine. We can't um, listen. I mean, we I took out really my credit card that I hope I covered the numbers really with long because people, time here. people can yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but like, zoom into shots very yeah. easily. And we I can just do whatever you want. But Brooke, so let's say, like, let's say I'm, we're at Rouse and okay. I'm buying my, my, Jabon, my Jabani yogurt. I right? like to shop at Trader Joe's. Okay, so okay I, great. But you're an organic <laughs> girl. Organic Joe's, girl. So um, but, if I'm working, I'd like to work at Trader Joe's. Well, let's say I'm like, you're like, Mr. Carter, it's 46. 677. No problem. Oh my gosh, you look great today. How's your day today? Boom, here it is. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I think I would I, do this. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I'm just saying you had said that actions have impact, right? It's not your intent, it's your impact. Mm-hmm. I do think that if you are present with that person and there is an exchange of body language that could possibly be kind. That's or, body language. Well, okay. Well, mm. yeah, but I mean, it's like tomato, tomato. Like it's it's you you feel you feel it's rude because that's yeah. how you interpret that. But for people who don't feel it's rude, feel it's rude for you not to to speak to the person, or or feel it's rude for you to hand the money but not look them in the eye. There's also there's cues and behaviors that happen in that capacity. So I mean, I think well, it's, it's all depends it's, on the person. I'm like. a terrible cashier. Okay, <laughs> I had like multiple jobs as a teenager, and by terrible I mean that like I didn't handle people's awfulness well. Yeah. I wasn't resilient like that. <laughs> I was retaliatory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is an example? I was not oh, resilient. I was retaliatory. So if you were rude to me when I worked at Blockbuster when I was a teenager, and I got a special permit. Can you? To start you might have to 14. explain what Blockbuster is. Oh right, it was this video store where. You would go and rent DVDs. Before that, VHS is by, it was DVDs by the time I was. Then there are these big block tapes. It was, it was that you put into hey, a device. Be kind and rewind. <laughs> um, so if you were rude to me, I would smile through it and forget to untag your DVD. So when you got home, you couldn't open it. <laughs> Good for you, Tommy. Or when I worked at Walmart. I did too. Great place. Um, <laughs> if you were awful to me, I would. Forget to security scan the most embarrassing thing um, in the purchase. So your condoms would go off at the door. Good. <laughs> These are what, like, this is this is what a 15-year-old does, right? Like this is I was a kid. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I I mean, people were awful and it was just like you listen, you're not gonna talk to me like that. Yeah. Well, well like, here's 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 a question because I think customer service is a very this is a great topic for us to dig into because one how you treat somebody mm-hmm. is incredibly important because their whole our, the whole job also, condoms are not an embarrassing thing when you're 15 you think they're funny right right okay yeah so. The whole job is to make sure your experience is pleasant, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the part of the exchange is the cashier. But when it comes to somebody who's a waiter, you're in New York. It is they're of the mind that the waiter should be um, almost invisible, like not interrupt your conversation. How many times do you have somebody checking in, like, "Are you okay?" And you're in the middle of like a deep story about a breakup, and they're like, "Do you want some more water? Do you want something?" I don't do you- care about that. Oh. I know that New Yorkers have an issue with that because apparently you're supposed to move around seamlessly and then you're nice in the tip. So, first of all, tipping, we can talk about that. Tipping is not an option. Well, like, tipping 20% is part of your meal. Uh, yeah. 20%, so, you don't get to sure. base like how you tip, in my opinion, you don't get to base how you tip on whether someone was nice to you or if they interrupted you or not. Unfortunately, if you have a problem with that, take that up with America. Because right. it is the weird way that we pay people in like the restaurant industry, but we say, hey, you have to make up part of their salary. That the and un- employer and, is not yeah. willing to. And yeah. listen, sometimes you don't have 20%. Sometimes you only, you know, it's like five for 25. I don't know, I'm making something up, but um, I haven't been to Applebee's in a really long time. <laughs> but like you, this is the number and you only have that. That's fine. You can't afford to eat out that day. See, yeah, okay. Because that 20% is part of your fee. So what you're saying, Brooke, is that if you can't tip, you shouldn't be eating out. You can't afford to. Well, that's a fair that's a fair assessment. I will yeah. say this though. Made Tipping up, is not a gift. Right, it's not, it's 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 the, it's the price of your meal. Okay. That's how I I, I, no, yeah. I and I and I agree with you. I know a lot of people yeah. watching probably agree yeah. agree with you as well. I say this though. Mm. I tip very well, especially around the holidays, because I understand how hard it is to deal with the public. However, yeah. My job is to be 
exemplary and stellar at my job and, and whatever I'm doing. If I if I'm if I'm digging a ditch or whatever whatever I'm doing, I should be the best at that, right? I'm choosing to be in this job that that entails and has these elements that come with it. So if I'm let's say I'm at an Applebee's and we have Sasha who is full out rude and disgusting and doesn't offer great service because again, her job is to offer that service. I do think it should be reflected reflected in the text. No, 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 your only option is to never come back again. Right, That's right. your option, you don't go back to that store. You there know, are way too many Applebee's and we, you, none of us are above having a bad attitude at work. And some yeah. of us are lucky enough to not work in a, an industry or in a business. And all of our like, you know, jobs come with like non-perfect spots. So I'm not right, saying right, right. that like the grass is always greener. But what I'm saying is that um, my paycheck doesn't get docked because I roll my eyes one day. Oh yes, and a right. lot of jobs that right, and right. that is and tipping in this country is it's it is part of. The cost of your meal, and if you do not like how Sasha was, yeah, you can be an awful person and decide that somebody who makes seven twenty-five an hour should be fired, and you want to report them because you're trash. Right? Okay. It's like, Uber. or you can just not go back. Now, I know you're not. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But let me talk I agree. I agree. You know me. I agree better but, than that. No, but, but I'm like, saying though, look, look here, that, that Brooke, that's a great you point. You should not. You, whether your child eats or not shouldn't be dependent on if you were able to just push through everything in your life and smile to the to the this person's sure. like you know like i don't know i just i no, think that, that like tipping is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but i so what I, the the second part the compound the compound layer but i was saying is that i will always tip 20% is is mandatory, right? Yeah. So Sasha, our 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 make believe waiter at <laughs> said restaurant, attitude, bad, right? she would have got fifteen. She would have got fifteen percent for me. However, I will also say that it's intent, right? I get it. We're human. We have days where life sucks yeah. and it's hard, and you're yeah. dealing with everything. Just sucks, right? Yeah. But when you do have that one Sasha right. that is just intentionally rude, just does not care. You've given. But how do you know it's intentional? How do you know it's right. not that okay, her grandma so, died? So, okay, yeah. Her boss is a jerk, and she deals with sexism and racism. And the person sitting next to you was awful, and she's just her her husband just lost. Like, how do you know? Because that what, it, right, because oh, there's only been one instance that I've eaten out in my adult life where I didn't tip someone because that person was openly rude. Right. Openly mm. rude. So what I'm saying is there there. There are, there, there's, I feel there are circumstances, there's always circumstances where it's like, no, I'm sorry, I, I don't support giving my hard earned money. What if I, okay, so what if I was working in the service industry and fully aware and fully, and fully, Present and how hard that is for Sasha because I'm doing the same thing. Right. So that's the thing. That's why I say we have to look at it like it's the cost of your meal. Yeah. So right. you're looking at it like it's a gift to the person, mm -hmm. and that if you don't behave to my level, then I'm going to pay you less. No, no, it's the cost of your meal because in other countries the food right. costs a lot more because right. they don't pay people two dollars well, an well, hour. And also, so if you were in a country where you didn't have that option, your meal would already be double. Right. And so here you're getting a cheaper meal because you're supposed to make it up on the back end. So it's not what it's not about Sasha. It's about the the steak you ate. The mm. steak is actually supposed to cost that twenty percent more, no matter how what her attitude right. is. Right. That's the agreement, and that's how that's that's really how the industry is supposed to, to work. Or well, they wouldn't pay them two dollars an hour. Right. Well, and also if you think about it, in other countries, it's a full time job. So what is happening is you have your health care, you have whatever retirement package, whatever benefits come with a full time gig, mm -hmm. and you're respected to that level. So they their job is to live up to that customer service standard. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, Brooke. I think that the 20% is a mandatory tip. And then if you get stellar service, go above and beyond and honor that for somebody. But I also believe that people have life circumstances, like you just said, that makes being on your feet, dealing with people. Like there are some days I don't wanna interact with people and don't do that for like 80, 85% of my day. But if you're working in the restaurant business, you're, you're interacting with folks all day, have to have a smile on your face. But the problem with the American labor work system- We just devalue people. We devalue who keep people. keep this country running. Well, devalue people, keep 
these, uh, the country running, but also we are so unrealistic about what it means to be a whole person. Like uh -huh. you have to compartmentalize yourself at your gig that you spend most of your day at, and then you come back home and then compartmentalize yourself again. So no wonder there are so many issues with addiction, so many issues with mental health. Yeah. There are so many issues with disconnection from people. There are so many issues that people have just being themselves and not it's yeah. Oh, but sorry. don't get because you know you like the cuss words. <laughs> I don't know. It only comes out here. I don't get okay. it. Okay. I don't know. It because I get riled up. Anyways, I don't even do this in class. It's weird, and I have all the privilege to do so as an educator. Thank you, thank you, Craig. Yeah, we need we need an it's X okay on, on this show. Okay, okay. It's so okay we. <laughs> yeah, so people can't be fully themselves and they're constantly repressing. And that your body doesn't isn't a compartmentalized entity. So when you do that at that job all the time, you're bringing it to the rest of your life. So that 20%, yeah, that you're going to get the thing that I want to know about is that they've now because of this little iPad feature with the square service. They've added that to cafes. They've added that. I was I was at no, a supermarket and there's this, there's a little uh, a little window or a screen for do you want to tip at the supermarket? Yeah, well, I, because I mean, is there where, where? at, at Erewhon? Yeah, well, we can. We live in a for-profit society. <laughs> okay, wait, no, I don't think I don't think anybody knows about Erewhon. Describe that for the viewers, please. And why we're laughing so hard? Erewhon is she said the supermarket. Okay? No, that's like that's like the alien. That's like a. Well, that's Listen, like the Neiman Marcus I mean, of supermarkets. No, no, no. Let me tell you guys. Boutique Whole Foods. No, no. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Ninety dollars for a pair. Let me tell you. If if Goop came to life, it would be Erewhon. Yeah. Yeah. The the yoga pants. Stop. The, the Stop all, it. all of it. All of it. But yeah. Anyways, you I know Erewhon's bougie when it was on the hills. Okay. <laughs> I was telling my mom this story yesterday. I'm sorry. I do this. This is my life. They, you ordered like a pasta or something, and they asked you if you wanted chicken to add chicken to it. And it was like $22, 20 bucks, yeah. $22 for the chicken. Yeah. Wait, that air one? No, it wasn't, but it no. just reminds me. It was me at this place. Where were you at? In some, some restaurants, some bougie <laughs> ass restaurants. I was mad restaurant about that for a in week. In the valley, and I'm thinking like, uh, pasta, uh, uh. And I was like, oh, can I add chicken? Yeah, it'll be 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, what? Today, 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 I was at a Mexican cantina, literally called itself a cantina, and they said that they had shrimp tacos, and I asked, well, what about fish tacos? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's catch of the day, so it will be $48 for tacos. No. Mm -mm. See that I look. I eat the same. You know, I go to my California chicken cafe like all the time because you know what? I know my twelve dollars and fifty cents is going to get me a bomb ass salad. And okay, if it's fancy. Where are we going? Uh, for CPK or we're going to Bossa Nova. We're going to Bossa, we're going to Bossa Nova. But <laughs> I know I'm going to eat good there, you guys. But look, if, listen. If Jason oh. asks, do I want to go to dinner? I know I need to come up with an option, option. because if I don't. <laughs> We are going go to, to Bossa Nova. Nova. Okay. Oh, you guys. We can go to a different one if you want. But we <laughs> I feel so dirty. I feel like that's where I take people on the date and like, you Jason. know, did, did you get Bossa Nova? Wait, you got Bossa wait, Nova. Wait, wait, wait. Right? Like, yeah. I start panicking. Like, no, where do I want to go? Where do I? Uh, where do, wow, I, know, where do I want to go? Our friendship is unfolding on the Young Turks. Well, Ten years wait, wait, wait. You've been here for 15 years, and those are your three options. No, because it's okay. Uh, oh, hold on. I want to touch back on what you guys will say because I know because I think. I think you ladies make very good you. points, and for the audience watching at home, I'm not also, a complete. I know you, and this is like you're talking about some principle that you've never acted out. Yeah, but so. yeah, no, and I, and I, but you had said about compartmentalizing. Yeah, I, I feel that made a, I, I, I feel that because in any industry you work in, especially a, a, um, um, a public facing industry, yes. be it entertainment, teaching, educator, you are always at the mercy of. And if you're a person of color, making people feel comfortable right. to be in your presence, yep. right? Yeah, And absolutely. so I think I worked for a wireless provider for many years, and customer service was the biggest thing. And people, especially in Los Angeles, there is, I don't want to say there's entitlement, a sense of entitlement, there's a sense of entitlement, but there is a <laughs> lot of money. I agree with that, and I'm from yeah, here. There's I a lot of money, and people that. want a type of service, mm -hmm. right? So for after years of feeling like I wasn't a human because I was providing excellent customer service with okay compensation. right? I felt like, okay, I could think about this two ways. I could constantly be bitter about the job I'm doing, 
or I can accept and surrender to the reality of this is just how this is. How can I sludge through this and and preserve my sanity? Some of the not all people who work in the service industry are douchebags. Of course, they're not. There's great people. The service industry is a wonderful place for people. There's families that build businesses. Yeah. However, there are some people who need to realize that this is the job they're doing and there are certain ways you have to be to do the job. Now back to Sasha and her bad day, it only happened once. For sure, but that doesn't but that has nothing to do with their compensation. No, but the customer. Right, but to say it goes back to the customer's always right. They're not though they mo- no. they stay wrong. Okay. No, they stay wrong. I, I, the customer is not the customer is crazy. The customer is crazy, psychotic, lit um, delusional, entitled, broke, bad credit. However, however, I do think that on both parties, the customer needs to be aware of how to treat or have adjust their expectations with the ser- people that are serving them, and also servers need to adjust their expectations sometimes to the customer. And it's Oops, sorry. It's not. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. I already. It's an unfavorable way to think. It's messed up. The reality is messed up. It but sucks, like we but can't put all of these rules on a person who's not even able to eat three times a day because their paycheck is yeah, so yeah. small. No, you're like, that's I'm right. I'm just like I, I can't like I get I and I you know I don't I hate a bad attitude. Yeah. Especially a bad attitude directed at me that I feel like I don't deserve. deserve right. right. But um, I, like I it's, I I think that as the the customer the responsibility is more on the customer. Sure. I think that's to fair. be a little bit more forgiving. To be to do, and the issue is with America, right? Yeah. We America like because like the system here has this idea that like we're paying you two dollars an hour to protect the restaurant industry because and then the cust the customer they will make up the other part. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's how it's well, set up. So the customer can't renege on that depending on the the server's attitude. Right, right, right. Because right. like wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I get it. And, and nobody should have an attitude. It's just um, don't go back. Don't go back. I, yeah. I'm not messing with Sasha no more. And and this Applebee's because the manager should know. How, I don't know. Just like don't. It's like I don't know. Don't go back. There's we so many we also we eat there out. are a lot of Bossa Nova. Uh, right. No, actually, there's only two in Los Angeles. I don't know. I've only been to two. <laughs> apparently, I'm not that good of a Bossa Nova no, customer, but I do love that traditional chicken, y'all. We'll get you <laughs> also get the same there. thing. Every once in a while, he's having a spicy day, and you can get him to drink a sangria with Ooh, you. Oh yes, the white sangria. <laughs> but praise most him. of the time, it's water. <laughs> True. With the lemon. With the lemon. <laughs> that Sasha brought me happily. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, no. The problem is with America. The problem is with America also giving us a false notion of how much things actually cost. Like you said, the value of work, mm-hmm. and we eat out a lot. So we expect it to be affordable within whatever our income range is. So food should actually be more expensive than we're used to paying for. And then you put on top of that labor that's underpaid, service, busboys, mm-hmm. chefs, sous chefs. Those folks should be getting paid way more right. than they actually do, but we need a meal that's $20 or $25 or whatever whatever that is that we're used to and that we can have like three, four, five times a week. So I think, like you said, it's America. It's also the structure of our lifestyles. We don't have time to make food at home, even though we get all our little blue aprons and we still don't know how to cook. And if, you, if you don't wanna be a part of that world, then go get your, your bags of rice. Your beans or whatever, um, but we also need to figure out what it means to eat healthfully with it not being so unaffordable for the kind of salaries that people are getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I th- and that can be done. But yeah. the problem is that we're kind of stuck in the setup, and everybody's just trucking around and mad with life as they should be, and that shows up in their work. Yeah, right. you know, and that shows up. If I had to engage people that amount of time all the time, you wouldn't see that smile that's on my face most days. Most days I'm just interacting with people from in a classroom for an hour and 15 minutes. That's it. If I'm doing television, it's what, like an hour, and here we're like 88 minutes, so this is a lot more, so we'll see how long, how much stamina I have for niceness. Um, but other than that, I, I can't imagine. Being yeah. be, having to be on that much and on your feet and running back and forth carrying I mean, trays and I've never done that so I want to be honest about that. I lasted in retail for two weeks. No, I've never. I, been I, pro- I, I, I should have been fired from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was, I was, I was so. I should have been right. Like. I'm, I'm a quadruple Aquarian, so I'm like a wrecking ball to authority. So that's how long I lasted. I didn't even pick up my paycheck because I was just fuming mad about how I was treated because they were trying to act like I wasn't the highest grossing person at that store. You tell them in those two weeks, okay? <laughs> You're like, hey, I, cha hey, I changed the game. Listen, listen. Beyonce came by my store, and I'll, I'll save that story for the next mo next moment we come back, but. We, yeah, we are. Um, so here's the thing, I know when we wrap, I just don't know why. Um, <laughs> we are uh, gonna take a break now, but uh, keep it rolling for people on linear and podcasts, right? Is that right? Yep. Yep, and so exactly, you better be, yep, uh-huh, exactly, yep. <laughs> we, we, were, we were podcasting with all of that role play. Wait, are, yeah, we, the whole are we going to break or no? Are we? Are we on? No, we're, it, it keeps moving. Okay, oh, so it's oh, just oh. that like we have we had to say goodbye to our YouTube watchers. Oh, okay. Because we were on a couple other platforms by a couple, I mean a whole lot. So are we changing the like quality you, you of, find our, us there. <laughs> of our so content? No, no, no. It's, it's all good. It's, it's all good. It's TYT after dark. <laughs> that um, that so what's our like? Are we handing the money to people? Or are we? No. What are we doing? Uh, we're handing the money to people. We are okay. Good. And we're being yeah, nice I mean, to Sasha, and we're tipping twenty percent. Well, I'm being yeah. nice to no, Sasha. I don't know if I'm coming back. Right. And you make yeah. a good point. <laughs> and you make, you make a great. But I think point. it should like tip twenty five percent when you want to be nice. Don't take money away. Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask a That's question what I too? Think. Yeah. Okay. I don't really carry cash, so that wasn't part of the way that I was thinking about this. I was thinking about the credit card going back to what they do in Japan, and then thinking about people just like handing it down on the table, mm -hmm. and then you're like, oh yeah, now credit card theft is going to happen. Thank you. Um, but. What do you do, especially if you don't carry cash and you're valeting a car or dropping off a car? What do you do? You start breathing hard and sweating <laughs> and you feel the worst ever and you get to the table well. and you ask one of your friends, Jason, who always carries cash, <laughs> if he can add Four more dollars to your tab, teacher. Um, no, this is what this is what you made it. This is what and you, you take it that. back out. No, this is, so first of all, so this is the conversation we need to have. I don't valet anything in LA. I don't put myself in situations where I have to give cash because now nowadays I don't carry cash. Okay, let me tell you. Let me give you an example of where I do. Okay. Okay, I don't take Uber or Lyft to the airport. I park my car at the valet area of the hotel. Okay. And so there's hotel parking. Ooh, bougie. No, I mean, it's like $10 a day instead of going to whatever Joe's parking yeah. or whatever. It's the same exact thing. And then you take the airport shuttle so you don't have right. to deal with that. Well, wait, so you're planning on this. This so is not I need to, I need to, to go, a restaurant. Wait, I need to go, go to the ATM. And get a $20 bill, and then how do I break that? They can break it. They have, they they have, have enough to break they it. They show up every morning with the dollar bills. Am I getting they go, No, they, but no. I thought you meant like if you pop up and there's a valet and you didn't know there was going to be one. And sometimes that's that happens. That's, sometimes that happens. Girl, if you can plan to save yourself money, you can plan to go to the ATM. I don't. I don't valet right? anything. <laughs> I don't know what this yeah. is about. Yeah. Like, I will valet everyone. No, I, it is no. like no, hey, also, that's some no. that, that's some nouveau reach Hollywood. No, like, Parking what? at places, no. or you go. Let's say you go to your agency or whatever, or these other. I'm sorry. Now this My is a agency. Wow. CAA will valet your car. No, for real. And they will. They will. WME will valet your car. Right. Us boutique agents. They're like. <laughs> the meter is. If they they finally upgraded them to the credit card meters. Praise them. Wow, Maida. Wow. Just you, you no. But no. But the question you, the question you had was when you when you have to tip someone for a service like that, right? Right. right yeah. What do you do? And it's very awkward. There, like when you go get your car washed. Okay. Oh yes. They or ooh Postmates or or just oh, stuff like that yes. that they're expecting a tip and you don't carry cash. Do you not order there? Do not do not. It's and that it goes back to like you don't. Have, I feel like tipping is not obligatory. It's not. It's not something that you have have to do. That it's it's something you should do. And I'm. But, but now there's tipping on Uber. And right. Lyft. But like at restaurants. Yeah. yeah it's, but like yeah. that. No. No. Like because it costs me. It, well, it cost, So I went to LAX one time. It cost me ninety dollars to go to LAX from Calabasas. 
um, okay. one time, okay? So the little the, person loses because but, the big person overcharges. No, no, no. I, I, no, I do tip. I'm saying I do tip. I do mm -hmm. tip. But I'm this saying this devil's advocate is getting you in the hole. Though, <laughs> let me tell you, okay? But, but because, but here's the thing. A lot of people have this conversation about: Is it my response? Do I have to? Am I obligated to tip this person, or do I reserve that right? I personally disclaimer tip everyone. I tip very well, but. Two sides of the story is: Do I really have to? And to some people, and to most people, they feel like, no, I don't. Yeah, I, but they, but they're wrong. <laughs> but see, some but people you know might feel I mean? you're like, wrong. We, we've got, well, you, but, like it, it's. A, I think. Put it on Brooke. I think that it's nobody wants to be to feel like they've done something bad, right? Right. right yeah. So we we like apologize within ourselves for really bad behavior, and we try to normalize it. But like being like, why should I have to give this person who got in my car, drove it, kept it safe, and then brought it back to me within a timely manner, two dollars, two dollars? That's nothing. Yeah. Like you can't. We got like. But yes, why? We have well, to. Okay, great. Well, why don't you guys? But so valet. I understand valeting at a hotel to catch a flight. There's certain situations where valet is convenient. It serves a purpose. It's functional. But when. You have you are an able-bodied person that you can find a meter and park your car yeah, there, go for or it. I, you know, so yeah. I would do, and I think about those sort of things because I'm also of the mind of saving money. But there's no other person though that we're talking that. So right, that's the point. So if you want to save two dollars, um, find a meter. But nobody wants to, so you want the convenience. Not mm -hmm. you. I know. I know you like to park yeah. yourself. Fuck such a man. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I get it, and. I, I, you shouldn't. You should. When I worked at Cold Stone, this was another one of my jobs. Oh, in high school, we were getting paid minimum wage. Like we weren't getting paid two dollars an hour. We weren't getting paid like um like server wages. So we were getting paid minimum wage. Still wasn't enough. But but like we were. I was sixteen or something like that. So it was fine. Or fifteen or something. Um, I think I was fifteen because I started working at a clothing store when I was sixteen. I was trying to get What's that sale? discount. Rainbow. Uh huh. Rainbow. Yep, where all the good girls go to <laughs> buy cutoffs, wear polyester. I don't know. Like, um, trying to have a slogan. I know, but um, it was very nice to go home and split like just people like handing you their change or like people just like acknowledging that. And I get that that wasn't part of our salary and that wasn't mandatory. It wasn't. It was just a really nice thing to do and like. Throw your change in there. Throw a couple of dollars in there because, like, you had a good experience. Like, mm -hmm. that's I yeah. like. Then it was so like it's so appreciated that like the you know a bunch of us got to split that. I also went home with a stomach ache every single day <laughs> because I have like indulgence like issues, and I would just sample ice cream all day, all day, all nonstop, all, all day. Cake, little pieces of cake, anything that wasn't in a package that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask how great of a job that was in high school to high school Every brain. Day I was sick. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I I I think that the situation that it puts you in is like I'm of the mind of if I know I don't have cash to part to pay someone the valet, I'm just not gonna valet. Right. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, right. And, but, and that's a, that's totally within your yes. Yes, and and that's 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 a Jason Carter personal. Feeling, but I think that's a good feeling. If you don't have it, if you don't want to, if you don't like the system, don't participate. Right, don't participate. Don't shortchange it, but don't don't participate. Yeah, but I think I do feel that some people feel like, especially in the United, I'm saying in the United States because I don't know. I only I live in California, but I do think that people feel that they they're being forced to give this money because it's in good taste or it's it's culturally what you do when they really don't want to do it and they combat that by like, well, this is my hard earned dollar. Why oh. and why do I have to give away my hard earned dollar to this person? Which I go back to they that's that they're not wrong for feeling that way either. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like stay right. at home, Brenda. You are wrong for that. <laughs> like, no, I'm sorry to all the nice Brendas out there who don't feel like that. And like, the Sashas who are having stay a at bad home. day. You sound awful. Like yeah. stay at home. Yeah. Because you're a piece of. It's like this is my heart. Like I just can't imagine. Like that's how you. I don't know. Like I, because it's like nobody's forcing you to use valet. Yeah. Nobody's forcing yeah. you to go to a restaurant. These are privileges that you want to participate in. Yeah. But you don't want to pay the person who can't afford. Right. To even think about doing any of this because that's your hard-earned two dollars. Forget their hard work right. that you are benefiting from. Sure. It's because your job matters more. Right. Like or, essentially, or, like do you know your, what I mean? Right, or your yeah. your well being, or your your happiness, yeah. or your right. is far more. And like more. take it up with the system. Protest. Don't ever leave the house. Brenda. 
<laughs> that is a really strong position, Brooke. Don't ever Brenda leave sounds the awful. house. Okay. We hate Brenda. Watch I mean, Brenda's gonna come and be like, "TYT." I know. I said not the nice Brendas. Okay. Yeah. Not okay, all so Brendas. now I'm always gonna go to the ATM before I hit up that hotel for my valet. Mm -hmm. And Beverly Sometimes. Hills at your at your agency. So rude. <laughs> So rude, Meta. I can't. I can't even look at you right now. I'm not even look. look camera, get on my get on my one shot. See, I'm not looking at Meta. <laughs> so mad. They gave us the wide so that it could be like very so clear the, that you're not right. The at her. dramatic effect. Oh, Lord. Um, I want to talk about something that I know you would like, yeah. and I find it fascinating. I saw the other day that, and this was the other day, so I'm assuming it's higher now, maybe, or maybe, but it's on the way. But like the other day, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Was number three on the Billboard yeah, Hot 100. Absolutely, duh. So yeah. on our way to being number one, 25 years after it was initially like mm -hmm. released. Big like, deal. honey, make that money. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I like, interviewed Walter Afanasieff, who co-wrote the song with Mariah last week for End of the Year Package at ET, and there is. I've done extensive research on this song because I'm one of the biggest Mariah Carey fans. I am a lamb for life. I think she is, you know, <laughs> and then, you, guys, you guys laugh. The tone but went to <laughs> No, because, because Mariah <laughs> likes my tweets, she retweets me. Um, no, but here's the thing. Yeah, that it's every year we enter the Billboard Hot 100. It's the best selling Christmas single of all time. Um, 25 years ago, she released Merry Christmas in 1994. We got the deluxe version of the album this year. And the reason why that song is so popular, one, it's an original composition. That's true. Mm -hmm. Two, it's, there, it's not a religious reference. Three, it's a love song. Mm. And it's made of an ABAA signature. So it has a chorus or bridge, a chorus or chorus. Mm. So when they wrote this song, which Walter plays all the instruments on this song, mm -hmm. they, Mariah wanted to, she loves Christmas, and she wanted to have something that would be synonymous with the holiday. If you listen to it, there's a wall of sound. There's so many, it's very intricate, but very simple. And the covers, yeah, it enters at number three because it's been remade by so many people over the last 25 years, it's ridiculous. But there's no other Christmas song that is synonymous with the holiday. I mean, October 1st, you're at the gap. And all I want for Christmas is you is playing while you're trying on your, your basics. I mean, I hello. I've been a long time. I like the Gap a lot. Yeah, the Gap is small. Oh, it smells so cottony in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's a, it's, that's Queen stuff. That's pretty cool, I think. And, she, yeah. and they didn't know when Mariah did that album with Walter, when they, when they put together that album, Mariah didn't want to do it because in 1994, she was just off the hills of Music Box, which was a huge, which was her, I think her third LP, her fourth LP. You think? In 93, hold on, there was a <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry. It was her fourth. It was her. No, it was her third, <clears throat> third original studio album. I feel album. like somebody's gonna tweet it now, right? And then they're because gonna be retweeted. They had 19. They had 1990 was debut. 91 was Emotions. 92 was Unplugged. 93 was Music Box. So her fourth LP. Got and it. it was too early in her career to Got do a, to do a, a holiday album. Do you reserve that for when you know when you were later on in your career? Really? Right. There's there's like a politics around that. No, but Sony, her label at the time, she was signed to Sony Columbia Records, felt that. This may be risque. Risque. To do, to and she was with Tommy okay. Mottola at the time, but oh. it ended up being the best thing. And there's three, and a lot of the songs on their original compositions, but All I Want for Christmas is You is completely original. And I think for myself personally, when I hear it, the the bells in the beginning, the the wall of sound Mariah Mariah created. She says that when people, or she said this in interviews that it's like get comfortable. With me. When, when people, I'm so, I'll shut up. But it's just it's, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, this I'm is now like doing my my yoga pose for when, now. I'm I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting comfortable. When when she when she hears covers of it, she says what they don't get right is the background vocals because Mariah is a genius with background vocals, the layering, the the tonalities. Um, so it's just, it, yeah, it's, it's no, people have tried to create, recreate a Christmas magic with their own personal songs, but there will never be nothing like All I Want for Christmas is You, ever. There, no matter how many times you listen to Charlie Brown Christmas, Christmas Time is Here, Hark the Herald, all that, All I Want for Christmas is You is for sure. Any impressive most. cover of it? That you really were surprised by? I liked Michael Bublé's. I liked hers and Justin Bieber's from his 2011 album Under the Mistletoe. Um, but no, because to me, Mariah, like you don't, you don't, you don't mess with perfection. And that did Love Actually? Because it was in. Wait, was it in Love Actually? Am I? I think it was. Did it also re-emerge it? No, because it was just steady, yeah, like constantly, yeah, right. all just, the yeah. time. And every year wow. it re-enters the Hot 100 because it's the perennial favorite. 
And it's, I think it's the best selling Christmas song of all time. Like 16 million singles sold worldwide. Oh my goodness. Yeah, sorry guys, I had to lamb out on you right there. No, I liked it. That's why I put it here. I, I like um, but she's how much a, you like Mariah Carey. She's because she's a beast. I like Mariah Carey. Right? And people get caught up in her antics about, oh, she's a diva. I, I would implore you to watch G. It's kind of a sexist term yeah. though. No, I, no, one hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't think I there is a she did an interview last year when Caution came out, her last her A Studio album. Um, and it was with Genius, the uh, the YouTube Genius, the the platform, brilliant. Because Rob Markman, who shout out to Rob Markman, you are phenomenal. Love you, guy. You're you're so good. You're so you're so dialed into hip hop. He talked to Mariah about one of the greatest gifts she has, and that's her songwriting. Mm. Because people always, again, want to bring back glitter or she's a diva, her diamonds, butterflies. But Mariah Carey is a prolific songwriter. Absolutely. Who her vocabulary? She uses words like intrinsic and emblazoned and rhapsodized and. She is, she's a freak of nature, but yet no one gives her her flowers when it comes to all these songs that have been number one that she has written. Not to mention, I think oh, not to mention her number one that wasn't diss track, huh? Not and, to oh, yeah. mention her Eminem diss track. Obsessed from 2009 from Memoirs of a Rapper. Yeah. Slap so hard. Are we allowed to play some <clears> no, of that? We, no, not no, not until we can't. You can't even play, you can't even sing Happy Birthday on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it costs five thousand dollars. Okay, she's, she's, she's intense. <laughs> We love we love Mimi. Yeah, I mean, how often is it that somebody hits pop charts and actually wrote the song that hit the pop charts? That's actually a really rare feat. Well, you have Taylor Swift who oh, who right. just got Artist of the Decade at Billboard Music Awards mm-hmm. and who is while Beyonce is still like living mm. and stuff. But does Beyonce really write her stuff? Wait, what? No, Meta, fair question. Fair question. Thank you. Fair Thank question. you, Jason. Fair question. Because Thank you. Be like, I'm, but Beyonce, listen, Beyonce for sure. She'll, writes, she'll take Beyonce credit. invented music. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh Who's Beyonce? No, 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 no. I think, I think, I think, listen, no, no, no. I think she is an amazing oh architecture of the vision that she has, but I do think there's that no there but, are, no, there's no, no but. No, 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 I don't allow There are a lot of people involved in her process, right, Jason? So she gives people jobs. Yes, that's the non-tipper. I too. Oh <laughs> I am no Brooke, I am no Brenda. I do not put your Brenda politics on me. I can't. No, here's the thing. Songwriting, songwriting is a collaborative effort. It is. Think about, okay, so let's, there, let's hear okay, it. Okay, so there are ghost writers, people who are uncredited, who Absolutely. are uncredited, like right? Nas. Yes. Yes. But so okay. Mariah Carey, I'm just saying, if you if we want to bring out, if we want to get out the receipts on artists who write their songs, Beyonce, um, Beyonce absolutely writes majority of her songs, I'm sure. I'm also there's probably placements. Uh, I mean, Sia has written songs for Beyonce. That she, there's people who play the songs. The Dream wrote Irreplaceable. Right, exactly. No, The Dream did not write. Um, Neo wrote that. Neo uh, wrote the, the Dream. Wrote something else. Single ladies put a ring on it. Thank you. Oh, um, thank you. So, but but I would say Lemonade is my favorite feat of hers. Like Lemonade was phenomenal because mm-hmm. you, this felt like the first time that I she confronted deep vulnerabilities and it felt hurt like her. Right. Right. Well, hello. Um, we thought it was a, a, a musical divorce announcement with her and Daisy, which it wasn't. <laughs> you know, we're glad the Carters are they're they're I'm, doing I'm, well. I'm I'm so sorry. I just had a question. No, given what, how sorry. <laughs> I was just kidding. I um I do love Beyonce and I don't appreciate any Beyonce slander. I think people who don't like Beyonce. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you. I no, I'm kidding. I'm She's kidding. not kidding, you guys. Like, <laughs> okay, good, Brooke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, it was it was not it was it was it was a question about process. Right. And which it is was a fair not, question. It was not any sort of dismissive or demeaning uh, assessment of her artistic no, capacity. And we'll bring yeah. it back to Mariah Carey though, right? Because okay. Mariah, Mariah Carey. No, no because that's, that's, that's because that's, that's, that's where we started at, guys. Okay. No, because listen. Okay, don't Mariah or Beyonce. So wait, I wait, why do we have to do that? Salt or pepper? Like, you know, like I just I I need to I mean, it's on it's on public record now. I feel some type of way now. Just gonna, um, I'm I don't compare the two because they're not okay. on the same levels. Okay. But Mariah, oh, is like your oh, oh but, but, that, but that, wait, 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 let's interrogate no. that. Levels meaning not levels of they all they're they're on different levels of their of their artistry to me because you're not gonna go to a Mariah Carey concert and get full on choreography and a and yes, a theme right. like Homecoming. You're not gonna get an experience they're di- they're like kind that. Of right. Different genres oh, of what, like there's yeah. room in your heart for both of them. Right. Right. When I but Mariah Carey, the reason why Mariah Carey's like your favorite. Right. Since, ever, though. That's since okay. I've been since okay. I've been a kid, yeah. but I will say Beyonce is a mastermind at owning 
every single facet of who Beyonce yeah. is, from her branding to how she controls narrative, to how does she, to how, to how she delivers music to her people, to how she makes statements about things in her life without making statements about them. Yes, you know, Beyonce, look, she doesn't do interviews, but yet was able to curate Vogue, the 2018 September, no, the 2017 September issue of Vogue or 2018, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Mitchell was the photographer. Yeah, I think it was 2018. Images were stunning, gave essays versus an interview, wrote essays instead of an interview, mm. right? Um, for, this last one for Elle, just the other day. Absolutely, it right. Was, uh, questions from fans. The Lion King, who else can, right. al- the Carters have aligned themselves with Brands that have, that are synonymous with power, the NFL, mm. Disney. Beyonce was able to curate a whole album for Disney, and only did one two-minute interview on their largest platform, GMA, about it. And it wasn't even an interview. It was like, "Hey guys, I did this movie. Thanks, bye. Next up." And that's when you know you have juice. Yeah. So when I yeah. think when I so I don't compare Mariah, Mariah to Beyonce because Mariah has delivered items of 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 excellence. And in and, and the vein she would, and Beyonce is still evolving. I'm, I'm, I cannot wait to see who Beyonce is in five years because she's already given us so much. Yeah, and we still want more. Oh, oh my God. And, even, and, yeah. and even with Homecoming, she was so just honest about I'm almost 40, my body doesn't snap back. I feel unattractive. Some days I hate myself. I, I didn't want to rehearse, I want to be with my kids. You know, like she, things that are so relatable. Mm-hmm. But yet, she controlled all those narratives. We got to see them through a myopic lens that only she could provide. And there's power in that. Yeah. I agree. I love Beyonce. Sorry. Um, no, just, there's nothing to um, be sorry because I'm not started dismissing it. her. It's okay. I was most of that was just a joke. <laughs> how do you? How did you get started at TYT? The TYT story? Yes, I've never um, heard it. Oh, actually, there's this uh, politician um, who's a state assembly person, her name is Wendy Carrillo, and she was on The Point. Do you guys remember The yes, Point? Anna Kasparian. Yep. I see the mugs. The bugs? Oh, mugs. the mugs. They're, oh. they're mugs in the kitchen. Oh. That's right. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, so The Point, um, she, w- she was brought on. She's somebody who worked at um, 106, um, uh, Power, Power 106, mm-hmm. she had her own show called Knowledge is Power, she was in the media. So she was brought into the space to be one of the guests. And I guess they asked her, you know, who are some people that can come on? And of course, being who she was, she bigged up women of color. And yeah. so she recommended me and a woman named Erica Williams, and Erica Williams came on too. And so we were on, like pretty regularly on the point. And then that show transitioned out, and I think, uh, what happened? So the main show was, the mainstay, uh-huh. and it's actually Jr. that remembered me from the point day, and in a meeting or something, suggested that I come back on on the main hour. Jr. is like like the ultimate like will like, like yeah. really like help you out. Jr. Here. is a big yeah. advocate. Jr. Yeah. is like, and especially of women, like for sure. And That's I cool. can respect that in a field like this, mm-hmm. where it's incredibly cutthroat and not just. Television, in terms of of news and media, but in Hollywood in general. So I have so much love and respect for Jr. because I see him not just operate for me, but as you said, mm-hmm. other folks. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, I love cool. that. Yeah, so, so that's my story. And yeah, and I'm here. I and love that. Yeah, and first time in old school. Am I me too? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I yeah. was an old school virgin. What? How did you get started? <laughs> Don't tell Ti. Because everyone's um, heard my how I got started. It's part you are. <laughs> did you, what did he say? I said I'm an old school virgin. Don't tell Ti. Oh. Um, uh, no, no. Um, I came to Ty. <laughs> Sorry, it took me like a, <laughs> it took me a lot. I came to Tyt in the summer of 2016. I had met uh, Samantha Shocker. Used to we love Sam. She's the host of a show here called Pop Trigger. Oh yeah. And we had tested together um, for a show that was going to go a national show. And I was at home one day doing webisodes, and YouTube had recommended Pop Trigger to me, and I saw Sam. So I tweeted her and said, "Hey, I don't know if you remember me. I met you so you know such such a place. I would love to come on and you know check out the show and just be a guest in the audience." She's like. Why don't you come on and be on the show? That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, so that Amir Nakui, who used to be a, an, an, um, an EP here, came, um, emailed me, production, and then I came on, and then they just kept having me back. And it was just um, a year later, I was on the main show, and then I was became a cast member, and then I was here. It just, yeah, I just kept, I just kept showing up. 
Mm, I kept love showing up. That. Yeah. Do you, you know? I always tell that like you know like the reason I'm here is because of you. It's like a mixture. I definitely it, it, none of it would have happened. I don't without know the you. story actually. Girl, they I, have heard it so much. <laughs> but um, it's, I'm gonna get my coke. It's beautiful. Can we? <laughs> I don't know. if We have talked on air about how we met. Though. Me and you never have. Yeah, go for it. Hmm. Sorry, is this okay? This is not a problem placement, right? We're good? Well, I think you're making it, uh, I think okay. it's, it's pretty obvious this now. Point. Yeah, I it's think, actually uh, really explicit. Okay, I sorry. Think, uh, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, that the never way happened. we can get around <laughs> and then. <clears throat> no, um, Brooke, <clears throat> summer, September. Uh, it's okay, I couldn't possibly have it on a bigger logo. Right. Sorry. <laughs> 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 September of 2017, it was September 17th, actually. I remember it to the day. Um, wow. We were, me and you were both at E. We were. Uh-huh. We're testing for what is now Daily Pop. I on think so. E. Yeah. Uh huh. And <clears throat> I had walked in, and Brooke dressed Thomas, like TD Jakes. Okay. Yeah, like no, shut up, TD. You know, I was not like with, okay. with flared pants and, and gold. No, no. Well, TD Jakes knows how to dress. I know, okay? but I was a little bit more fitted in what I was wearing that day. Okay, but no, okay. I I walked up and Brooke was there. You were talking, and I was like, I know everyone. That's a host in LA. But I had I just moved to LA. Just moved to LA, and yeah. I was like, ooh, <laughs> who are you? And you were like, I wanna do this, and that. I was like, hmm. So the more I got to talk to you and I got to know who you were, I was like, you know, you worked in all these great markets, you're an anchor. And so I started Googling you, and I was like, oh, shit. While we were sitting there? Yes, girl, come on. <laughs> I am an, an investigative yeah. journalist. I yeah. don't, don't let this pop. Oh no, bro, I was like because yeah. because the way you because you were so engaging and I had never seen you before and mm-hmm. I knew every black girl in LA so I was like who is and your name's Brooke I was like I need to know her so um, and we tested together and we had the we best did. I com- thought you were rude did you <laughs> I did I was I did and you were the just like the farthest from rude right but it's so funny like how perception right. is like but what happened that made you think that well, <laughs> wait he was like, asking me he was like interviewing yeah, me I was. but with this stank face like mm, you did what okay no because she had said because you and had you, said you wanted to do entertainment who are and, you what is your name i know everybody here who are you yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but what we, is and i was like Oh my god, I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> and but this is all of like five minutes. Right. But I was like, I am so uncomfortable right now. Like, what? What is? But because when he walked in, I was like, who is that? <laughs> it was. It was like the, there was this like room of people, and everybody was like nice, and everybody was dressed nice. But then all of a sudden, and they brought us in like this weird like. There were maybe like 12 of us total, yeah. and it started with like four or five people, and then every like hour, another person would walk in, and they'd switch things out, and um. All of a sudden, this you know, this black man with this look at his hair, look at him, it okay, is. like you oh, know, like he so walks in dressed like, and I was like, who is that? <laughs> and he sat down and was like, who are you? I know everybody here. I don't know you. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then I was just like, oh my god, I'm so I'm intimidated. I'm uncomfortable. Like I think he's kind of rude, but I think it was because I was really intimidated. Yeah. Like I said, this was five minutes because, like, as soon as he gets there, they bring us back in together, and we had so much the fun. The best time, yeah. And ended up like exchanging <clears throat> numbers after that, but right. we had so much. We were fun. there for a long time mm-hmm. too because it, it was a test. So in chemistry tests, like they'll bring me and her, they'll move me. It's like chess, right? Yes, yeah. you, and I remember it was me, you, and a, a non-person of color who yes. was on the panel with us, and we were uh-huh. talking about Kevin Hart cheating that yes. summer. Mm-hmm. And it was Ashley, right? Ashley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Who is our friend? Yeah, she's not. I, yeah, she's not. I was just gonna say you're just gonna put that. No, 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 no. I don't want to be all black. But no. But here, what was cool is that we're in a room with people who have the power to like shut us up, and let, they let us go. We talked yeah. about and we, we talked about, about relationships, about marriage. We everything. had like a um, kind of like a list that they had given us right. to prepare for, and then they were just like, "No, we want to see more. Do just this. Go, do just this. go. Just mm. go." But so after that, we left, and then. Thanksgiving of that year, people, Amir, our ODP, needed someone to fill in for the Tuesday show because Grace Baldrige, who was talent here, everyone was gone but except for me. So he was like, find out, find whoever you want. And I thought, okay, so I called everyone, no one's available. So I went to get my car wash. Oh, I was wait, on Instagram. Call, but now I didn't know that. I was well, the last no, but no, but because, but here's the thing, Brooke, because <laughs> I had, I thought I was, you're, I was on Instagram and I was scrolling and uh-huh. you came up. And so I hadn't talked to you since then. Yeah, so, we, we had. Yeah. But like I hadn't like talked to like this is oh not my, gosh, my version like, of the story. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. So, but I reached out and I was like, "Hey, what are you doing on the 23rd?" Because Thanksgiving was the 27th that year. Mm-hmm. And I said, "You said nothing." I was like, "I need you to co-host with me. Come, come to TYT." 
And we talked about the um, birth of a nation. Did we? Yes. I don't you, even remember. You I walked remember. in. You're in pink, and I was like, "What did you think of Birth of a Nation?" And you said, "I, you, you I have didn't issues." See it. I didn't. Yeah. But, but you had issues it. with yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Great, we're talking about it on the air." Yeah. Okay. And it was instant chemistry. And I remember. We, yeah, it was it was such a good experience. And people were buzzing around the office about you when you were done. Like, who is she? And I'm like. Mm. Some friends? I don't. I don't have a talented <laughs> friends. Right. I, I. I brought her in. I found yeah. her. But Brooke, I, from when I met you. Excuse me. Somebody talking about my client. <laughs> the reason why I was so the way I was with you at E was because what you were talking about. I was like, no, you're more than that. But you weren't being rude. It was like <laughs> my intimidation face. and like how. Look at Jason's face. Like you weren't being rude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, no, but I just because I Brooke guys, come on, you guys watch Brooke. Beautiful, on point, hair laid, popping, makeup, what uh, uh, But uh. I am easily like uncomfortable. And I used to think like, oh, I have such an outgoing personality. Like, that's what I used to think was like a part of me. And I realized now either I was lying to myself or I have evolved because I, now I think I am a very loud introvert. Yeah. You're an you're intro, you're an intro, so you're an like, You know what somebody said to me when I also explained that? Uh -huh. That I am an introverted exhibitionist. Like I have no problem getting out in a bikini and doing a whole photo shoot, but I really don't want to talk to you right. more than like an hour or half hour or ever, how long we need to be in conversation. But the internet kind of made a lot of us like that. Yeah. Because we put everything out there for folks, but we're not really engaging with them in real life. But right. no, so that's what's weird. I actually do like talking to people. I'm just, I like it safer in a, a safer space. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I love talking to people. I'm not a like, I will talk to this mug. Yeah. I do really <laughs> like talking, but the mug will also make me uncomfortable. So it'll be two things happening at the same time. Like I am, like, does that make sense? Like I don't. I what like part of it is uncomfortable? Like maybe the awkwardness space, around what's like coming around. The newness, around. like I don't, I'm right. I okay, like, I need to like figure. You know, you know what I mean. My surroundings, and um, also like, did I say the wrong thing? Oh, I said the wrong thing. Oh my gosh! Now <laughs> they realize I, I'm thinking about it. I said the wrong. Oh my goodness! Now did. I, Am I quiet for too long? <laughs> but, that, but, see, that's so, but that's so weird to me because like you don't when I because when I met you, I, you I thought I was drawn to. Like you, there's something about you. You know what I mean? Honey, there is so much going up in on it in here while the voice is going that it's. <laughs> but and then, and then and then and then when I found that you were like hard hitting, when then when I got to see you in action, yeah, I was like, who is this? Yeah. Like, Tell me well, more about. No, it was just because it was just refreshing because yeah, everything you were talking about at E, I was like, stop. No, really, what do you really want to do? But you it's know? fun. You know, we are multifaceted. In we are not yes. monolithic. We're not homogenous. We are, we are multi layered. You know what you can see? We are. are you can hear. We are a myriad of things. We are not yeah, just exactly. the one. You can hear more about on my podcast. It's called Controlling Our Narrative, of which Jason has been a guest. I'm, my first guest. I want to come back. It was great. Jason and Ja'Cory. Hello, Ja'Cory. You heard him Ooh. earlier. You can't see him, but he just <laughs> did a thing with his hand. Uh, yeah, that's a shameless self promo there. It was funny. It was just like, it just like we led into it. Mm -hmm. So it's fine. It. Uh, what else are you guys want to talk about? Golden Globes. Oops. Yeah, I see that. Go for it. Oh, yeah. Oh. We can talk about anything. It doesn't have to be on this list, whatever. I mean, I'm just intrigued by the list, though. Okay. Can I? Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's all, um, it's it's just, I was just driving how things we met. down. Okay, do we cross out how we met now? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. But what is yeah. what is this? This was what I was looking at over your shoulder. Red okay, dress, so, miss, no, no, no. I, we did, we shot Hostmates. Oh, Hostmates. Oh, you did have the bang in red dress. Well, that's not that's not the part. Thank okay. you. Okay, and no, it was great. But I was like, what is going on? It was, I was hoping to like lead into a conversation about like really uh, old clothes we have. Oh. That like, because I actually, it is 2019. I bought that dress back in 2005. Ooh. And I've worn it so much. Do you um, have pit stains? No, no, I don't sweat. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's like what Kim Kardashian thinks she's been far. But no, but so I, I know we all have to have like those things that like I don't. You still rock? No, I have I, a bunch of like old clothes oh, that I really like. This is and, a like, good one too. Sorry, I, okay. I'm still I'm still listening. No, go for it. I no, 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 I don't want any like stuff in your brain going on. No, it's okay. Whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. This is uh, pick. I'm down. I'm, I'm no, down you guys want to talk about Golden Globes? Do you want to talk about Golden Globes? What do you think? Well, yeah, Let's I, go for it. Let's Golden go. Globes, no, yeah. I want to hear your perspective clearly. I think the 77th annual Golden Globes are going to be pretty interesting. Women were shut out of a lot. Some some very important cap. No women directors. No directors. Right. Um, I do think that 
You know, there were some definite snubs in Dea for Euphoria, not a nomination. Jeremy Strong for Succession, not a nomination. I didn't um, like Succession. You did oh, not? I, lo- I no, loved it. No, and I really can we, wanted can we to have that conversation. Yes, yeah, so I thought Succession, the reason why Succession to it. me is was so good is because you have the Roys who are these power, these powerful Privileged people, right? Mm-hmm. And so we love to see a good, a good train wreck of, of a relationship on television, and to see how they all try to vie for the attention of their father, who is playing their his children. Absolutely, it's God, it's so I it's so uncomfortably it. intriguing. And then you have the one daughter who I love when they say when um, one of the ladies from the other company says she she's smarter than she she's she thinks she's smarter than she is. I oh, always, this is this is when they were trying to staff yes, oh, yes. Uh, the the position of the successor. Right. right. I always laugh at that because I've always thought that about Siobhan's character that she thinks she's smart, not, but she's not. not. And right. Roman, who is the youngest of the Roys, is smarter than all. Her name is Siobhan. 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 They call her One day we can we should have a conversation about how Siobhan is spelled and why. <laughs> right, like S I O B A H N. Yes. It's from the Bible, but, right? Right, but. but but, but why does it? Why did it ever have to be spelled like? That? Well, it's why they call why is why is the nickname for Richard Dick like? <laughs> <laughs> well, for real, or James and Jim? William Bill? Yeah, stop it! It's like yeah. well, who? No, where? there's a lot. Like, how do you abbreviate Jason? Well, no, no, no. Did, like, did you guys have you guys ever read old school British anything? No, you can't read it. Like, it's actually non pronounceable with our version of. American English. Did you ever have like words that you read? I used to read a lot as a kid, and it. I was way too old before I realized that Penelope wasn't pronounced Penelope. Words before How else are you supposed yeah. to know? No, no, I just read it. I taught myself never met anybody before, named that before I could actually say them, and we didn't have like <laughs> dictionary.com, and we didn't have YouTube that you could type in the word so it would pronounce it for you. And I said so many words that were incorrect. Yeah, it's so like, it's, incorrectly, I pronounced them awfully. But I'm yeah. sorry, I interrupted your yeah. succession conversation. Actually, no, we sure. should come back to that and Let's more golden globes because now we are entering our members-only portion of uh, the show. And so if you're not a member, you need to be a member. And I think it's tyt.com slash join, sign up, because obviously this is great. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com slash join.